Hey, what's going on, motivators? I'll tell you what, this is going to be an episode, podcast episode that you're never going to forget, or I'm never going to forget. Something new, anyway, so I'm trying. It's uh, This is the Dr. O Cooking Show, where I will banter to you about current events and uh, Dr. Drill philosophy as I cook a nice meal for my uh, for my family. It is 2 p.m. on the 27th. 27th of uh, April, 2022. <clears throat> so as I take a little walk into the pantry here, you're going to hear a little bit of changes in my voice. I'm sorry, I'm not all mic'd up. I just got my cell phone set up there. What I have is a pan here, which is a non-stick pan. It's, it's one of my favorite purchases from the holiday, around the holidays. I'm talking about Christmas, the winter holidays. Got a little garlic out there. I've smashed it up with the broad aspect of my uh, my favorite Farberware Asian kind of in, uh, inspired. You know, it's got the blunt nose to it. I'd say like an eight inch knife. Okay, what I'm going to do is got some heat going. Uh, back, back to this non-stick. Okay, it's gray. It's got a little white and black flecks in it. Some sort of coating that hopefully doesn't kill us later. Got a little sizzle of garlic. Garlic's an important compound. It's in the onion family. It's got a compound. One of its useful compounds is called allicin. Like A-L-L-I-C-I-N. And uh, I've read reports, studies, scientific studies, that discuss how this compound is good for... Your cardiovascular system is good for your heart, right, and vessels. And then it's also very good for, it's got some anti-cancer, anti-fungal, antibacterial properties to it, garlic, right? And now I'm just I'm take, grabbing some different veggies here, sticking them in my pan. It's a 12-inch pan. So it's pretty large and in charge, and it's got a, most importantly, it's got a nice glass cover for it with a little vent, I guess, to let out some steam. Let out some steam, Bennett. And so that's, uh, that's going to really kick up our uh, cooking several notches. So right now I've got some garlic and broccoli. I'm just going to, I'm going to toss that around. Put a little more up olive oil in it. So I don't want the heat to be too too much. Because again, I'm not I don't have all my veg out <clears throat> and prepped. I'm doing this as I go. You don't always have to fucking prep everything like this is a cooking show and have the ingredients stuck in all these neat little containers, you know? Just put the heat on low. Taking some carrots now. Throw them in there for color. Broccoli is a cruciferous vegetable, right? So it's got uh, anti-cancer properties to it. A lot of good vitamin minerals. A lot of good fiber for your butthole. Digestive processes, you know. And carrots, of course, they've got a lot of vitamin A. 
in the form of beta carotene. Right, so you can eat as many carrots as you would like, but vitamin A is, is a, can be a very toxic vitamin if we say you took supplements, took too much vitamin A. You get a little wonky from that, so don't do that, but completely safe munching on these little carrots, these little baby carrots, cute little baby carrots. I'm not a fan of those. I like carrot carrots. I don't like these, uh, you know. They seem like they've been fucked with, you know what I'm saying? These little baby carrots. Doesn't look like any carrot that I've ever seen. I don't even think it's a baby carrot. I think they take big carrots and they break them up in these little cute bite-sized pieces so you can stick them in lunches and shit and they mark up the price on them. That's what I think. <clears throat> so now I have different color uh, peppers. Some yellow peppers. I have a red pepper here. Just cut the top off of that. Pull out those seeds. And think about that, how incredible it is that we, this one, you talk, you talk about like, oh, I gotta buy some seeds. And I got fucking, I've wondered about this on the podcast before. I've got a fucking beautiful vegetable here that's probably got 50 or 100 seeds. So you can take these seeds and dry them if you want or just get them right in a pot and they'll grow. We take this stuff for granted because we don't really, we haven't had to do this sort of stuff for a very long time because we've, long since manufactured the hell out of everything. So there we go. Carrots, broccoli, different types of uh, peppers. Now I'm going to take these great northern beans. They look like they're kind of a broad bean. Somebody else might say, oh, I don't know, I don't like beans. I don't really like black beans. I don't... I don't really eat them a lot because they fucking give me gas. Somebody told me that. And, oh, they, I don't really eat food out of the can. And I would just tell you to shut the fuck up. Okay? Just shut the fuck up. Tell somebody who cares. Because I don't. I'm going to do it. And I don't care if that's a family member. You know? Don't eat it then. I'll fucking eat it. Me and Bogey will chow down on it. Bogey right now is, he's at uh, Positively Healthy. He's at the Positively Healthy about five minutes away. I dropped him off there around 11.30 this morning. Just rinsing these great northern beans. Yeah, they look kind of like a lima. I'll taste one for you. Really good. You know, beans are legumes. They're at powerhouses, man. Got a lot of good protein, carbs in there. So I rinse those beans. I'm going to toss all this around. And I'm going to kick this up a notch. Over the weekend, I'm starting to get into prepping my own food. I want it fucking healthy as can be. I have this chicken. So I have this, uh, it's a bone-in chicken that I got from none other than R&J Farmer's Market. And I cooked it in the same, same pan, covered it, and left it on low for a long time. 
And then I checked the temperature, and sure as shit, it was 160 degrees or greater, but still got a lot of moisture in it because I kept the top on, you know? So now I'm taking some of this chicken. And I got a little, cut a little piece of my mouth. You always got to, you know, try that food. Every good chef. I'm going to sample the cuisine. You know, obviously, you're serving to other people. You need to make sure they're using sanitary, sanitary methods. So all the veg, some garlic. Great Northern Beans, chicken, and now what I'm going to do is, I'll start adding some seasoning. So I got this pink Himalayan sea salt. It's a scam, alright, I don't think that there's anything better other than the fact it's pink. I don't think there's anything better about this salt, so I'm under no illusions about that, yeah? But it's kind of neat, a little bit of a pain in the ass to turn the grinder. Then I have this McCormick all-purpose seasoning, garlic, onion, black pepper, and sea salt. I'm going to put that in there. Just, you know, I'm not going to overdo it. You hear a little shake? Put that in there, get a little bit of a herb blend. And then up here, I've got this little cloth satchel that my aunt gave me many years ago, probably 10 years ago, of dried herbs. Parsley, thyme sage, all that stuff, and I just cinch that back up, put a little rubber band around it, and we're good. I'm going to add some, got some special ingredients here, okay, and hit you with them. I'm going to put some smoked paprika in it. This is a good way to definitely add some flavor to whatever you're cooking got a smoky essence to it. That. You hear the sizzle? I'm going to step away just for a moment. Actually, I'll take you with me. Hold on. Toss that. I actually learned how to toss. Um, I learned how to toss veggies or pasta or whatever you want to toss in a pan. I learned that many, many years ago when I was in my first job as a dish, dishwasher, prepper, toilet cleaner at a place called Signori's Rest, Rest, Ristorante. Signori's Ristorante. That was in Lacey Township, New Jersey. It was my first job. My buddy John got it for me me get my foot in the door and we had many adventures there at Signori's. Met a girl there and we were together for quite a few years before she became a real fucking bitch and a whore. And everybody's got stories like that, right? Or is that just me? All right, come with me now. I'm going to go out into the backyard. Ooh, nice and warm out here, I'll tell you. Oh, almost fell. 
So here I've got my blueberry bush. I see that thing is looking good. It's it's uh got the leaves are good. Bogey only ate the ends off the fucking thing. So now I'm gonna take some sage. I'm gonna pinch it off. Pinch off some sage. And I'm gonna strip a couple of these rosemary leaves from this tree. I have this little herb herb bucket out here. I enjoy herbs. Ooh, I smell that. Can you smell it? Mmm. Fresh sage. Fresh rosemary. This is going to be a deck out here. Within the year, there's going to be a 16 by 25 foot deck out here. And it's going to be beautiful. And I'll go out there and eat this little meal that I'm cooking now. Right. So let's see. I got this. I'll tell you what, I'm just going to rip this. I'm going to rip all these little sage leaves and shit like that. that sage and the, and the friggin' rosemary in there. I'm going to hit it with a little bit more olive oil. I'm going to start depositing some of these dishes in the sink so that I can immediately get to cleaning what I have cooked. I'm going to cover this just for a moment. Now, if you want to eat healthily, this is really all it comes down to. You need a lean, you need your protein sources lean. How do you need your protein sources? Lean, sir! Alright, proteins. Like examples are chicken, fish, beef, pork, legumes. They are a uh, rich protein source. Nuts, they have rich protein contribution to them. Now I'm loading the dishwasher. So protein sources are lean. If you, if you take that this chicken from this meal and you chew it up with your freaking grinders, your teeth, right? And then you're going to get it down your esophagus into your stomach and immediately there's going to be some enzymes and acids that are going to be secreted into the stomach as it churns. And it's going to start to chemically and mechanically break down your food. And then you're going to get further down the line and the pancreas of the small intestine and then the pancreas is going to squirt some more enzymes. They're going to help you break down that protein, that chicken. And now you don't have anything that resembles a chicken. Now you've got, you're, now you're at the molecular level. Okay, you have the chemistry of of that chicken, which is amino acids. You've all heard about them. There are essential amino acids, amino acids, and what that means is that it's essential that you get them from your diet. Non-essential amino acids, your body can make them, and it usually does that in the liver. So if you eat any sort of animal product, you eat beans, nuts, you're going to have plenty of protein breaking down that chicken into, or whatever that food item 
down into amino acids. And what is the purpose of aminos? They help you re repair tissues. Okay? They help you build tissues. If you hit the gym, um, you, you make sure you replenish your protein stores with these amino acids. Sometimes people will take a um, protein shake or they'll have a good healthy meal following a protein bar, something like that following the meal. So there's protein, there's carbs, and carbs you want them complex. All right, you hear about how much sugar that we eat. There's a lot of processed foods in the way of uh, uh, salt, sugar, and fat, right? A lot of that represents the bulk of the processes, processed foods that we consume. And so um, when it comes to carbs, we eat a lot of breads and we eat a lot of refined things. Basically what that means is you've taken all the fiber out of that broccoli and now you just have the sugar from it. And so that goes into your, your system really, really quick. Winds up in your bloodstream and then you have elevated blood sugar. Toss this a little bit. And that's not good. We don't want that. So how do we have complex carbohydrates then? We eat things closer to their original form. So all these things that I put in here, beans, for again, broccoli, you know, vegetables. It has sugar within those substances, but there's also fiber, and fiber is basically there's soluble and insoluble fiber. And uh, what that does, it helps to carry your digestive contents throughout the intestines so that you can absorb all the goodness and also have a nice clean GI tract. And you know your gastrointestinal tract, it, uh, it goes all the way from your mouth to your anus. It's, pretty, it's just one continuous tube from your mouth to your anus and there's various parts of it like small you know, esophagus, Small intestine, large intestine, all that. Rectum anus. So, uh, you want that fiber. So complex carbs, lean protein, and then fats. You want to try to get some healthy fats as best as you possibly can. So, I'm looking at, what I'm looking at is the cream of mushroom soup here. You know, that's always, it's, a, it's kind of a, a rich ingredient. So I'm going to put some, I'm just going to fucking drop it in there. You know what I'm going to have to do? I'm going to have to tap the ass end of it here to get it out. Or maybe I'll even use a spoon. It's so rich and so thick. I'm just going to put it in there. And I'm going to stir this around. It tastes pretty good, so that'll... That'll leave this with like a creamy sort of texture to it. And it's melting and melding right into the veg here. And chickens, that's good. I'm gonna put the rest of it in there because it looks like it's gonna blend in nicely. That's cream of mushroom soup. I look on the back of that. Total fat, seven grams. Saturated fat, one gram condensed cream of mushroom soup. So fat's not the devil, okay? We need fat. Olive oil, there's fat in that. All these vegetables, there's fatty acids in there. How do you think 
vegetable oil, we get vegetable oil, right? So you're going to find oils in most substances. And I'm just adding some additional oil in the form of this. Um, this is probably some dairy. cream of mushroom soup. So now what I've got is looks kind of like a uh, casserole a little bit. I'm going to try it. Take a little spoonful. I like my veggies a little bit underdone. So very good. Veggies are good. They're tender. They're not overdone. Now we probably have meal for an entire family right now sitting in this pot. So I'm going to turn off the heat. I'm going to rinse this condensed uh, mushroom soup. Add just a little bit more of that to the mix so we get a nice mixture of all these ingredients. Look at that. Yeah, look at that. It's very nice, very nice. So I'll tell you what. Maybe I will add just a little bit more heat to that. Evaporate that shit out, you know? Let's see what else we can add. I don't wanna, you know, I don't wanna get too crazy with this, but maybe I could put some cheese in there. Mexican four-part cheese. Yeah, just a little bit of that. So what are those four cheeses? Cheddar, Monterey Jack, Asadero, and queso, quesadilla cheeses. I'm going to fold that in. That looks fucking good. So this is a little gift for my family. Nice little meal I can cook for them on a Tuesday. Heat goes off. Lid goes on. Just to kind of, yeah, really meld those flavors. And now I'm going to be doing some dishes. I'm going to talk to you while I do these dishes. I hope you're having a good day, all right? It's important to have some sort of self-care in your life. So today, I went fishing. Five minutes away is this um, sportsman's club. It's called the Satterton Harleysville Sportsman Club. So I signed up for that. I remember I was raving about that a few months ago when my friend, one of my patients, his father, is an old-timer that hangs out down there. He got me a membership, so I was so happy about that. But I hadn't used it, and I was getting pissed off because if I know myself, life will take me in another direction. I won't be able to get over there, and whatever. 
do some target practice, catch some fish. Fishing is what I'm most interested in. And today I went out there with two rods and some basic gear and I casted numerous times, tried different spots. I walked probably a mile all the way around this, um, this big pond. They have like three or four ponds back there. And so I explored those ponds. I took some seats. I didn't barely look at my phone, if only to uh, check the time. And I didn't catch a damn thing. And that's completely cool. Now, when I showed up, I was very excited. Literally, like, had the jitters because there were um, people that are coming, walking back up to the little cabin. And they had all kinds of freaking fish on stringers. And a stringer is like a, like a little metal or nylon chain that you take and you put it through the fish's mouth and out their gills and you would carry, you can keep it, uh, you can keep a fish alive that way. Um, and you don't do that. If you're just going to catch and release, you just take them off the hook and you throw them back in. Also, you use a barbless hook. So you don't hurt the fish. That's catch and release. As hunting and fishing goes, it's about as environmentally conscious and friendly as you can get. So that's what I wanted to do. But I was excited to see all these guys, all these old timers walking around with stringers full of fish. But I didn't catch, I didn't catch anything. And I'm cool with it. It's my first day out there. There's some equipment that I I need before I go out there more seriously, but it only took me like two hours. So I was out there for maybe two hours. And again, I, I covered some ground, walked all around this facility, had my line in the water. I saw some nature. I sat down and, you know, in the open air. And it was just a, it was a beautiful day to do that. So, so that's, that's self-care to me. It's something that I have, some of my fondest memories were like fishing with my grandfather, you know, growing up and, it was a gift. It was tremendous. <clears throat> but, you know, you know how busy that I can be, so I don't always do things for myself. Now, my wife would definitely refute that. Apparently, I'm very selfish, which was a surprise to me. <laughs> Anyway, lest I go insane, I went out fucking fishing. And I'm going to go to the gym in a couple hours. The bogey boy is at the freaking the kennel, swimming and hanging out with some other dogs. But I feel good about that, getting him out there. I've cooked a meal for my family. Now I'm going to clean this whole damn place up. Just in time for them to arrive home. I'm even going to dump the recyclables here. Okay. Fuck that up.
that up. But no one needs to know. I put them in the wrong bin. Shifting gears here. I'm gonna run this damn dishwasher. I'm gonna talk to you, and I will finish this podcast. Because right about now, as I start start to shift shift gears, think about what I need to do to get this place cleaned up in preparation for the family's arrival. Risk being taken off mission. I won't be taken off on mission. Yeah. Got Bogey's smirking dinner right here. Some ground beef that I make just for him. Mixed in with some of that dry ass kibble. Um, got my lunch ready for tomorrow. Prepped and ready. Got my goddamn dishwasher going live. Normal, start, fuck yourself. All right, let's, so, so that, I just made a nice little meal. Remember, it was healthy meal. It'll probably make, it should do for this evening's dinner for the four of us. Bogey's taken care of. It's Tuesday. The week is moving right along. Gonna hit the gym in a little bit. Punish my muscles a little bit. Try to go into a mindless state. Just doing work, burning calories, hoisting fucking heavy things. It's impressive. Let's talk about this. We've got a current event. What the hell is going on with uh, the Johnny Depp Amber Heard trial? Holy shit. This is something unto itself. Apparently, she took a shit on his bed. Look, I am not starstruck. I think Johnny Depp's pretty cool. I love his work, but not all of it. Um... <clears throat> Oh, he sucked as Willy Wonka. I loved him as Captain Jack Sparrow. Donnie Brasco, probably my favorite movie. He's been around for a long time. This Amber Heard, I never heard of her. But it doesn't mean she's not a fantastic actress and person. But I don't know about somebody. She shit on somebody's bed and cover, the, cover it back up with the sheets. That's some bullshits. You understand what I'm saying? That's not cool. That's not right. <clears throat> but I keep reading about all the things. She basically, correct me if I'm wrong, <clears throat> she sued him, or she said that he had beat her up and was abusive, and his career basically ended like that because... 
Sorry, I had, <clears throat> excuse me. Had that little intermission there, but as I vowed, I'm going to finish this podcast. So, did a little cooking class, and now we're talking about some current events, namely the uh, Johnny Depp Amber Heard fiasco, libel case. He's suing her for 50 million. She's coming back at him for 100 million. That any of these people could ever hope to get that sort of sum of money based upon this shit. Just because they just because somebody has it to give doesn't mean I mean just because their piggy bank is that big should not mean that they can sue for that sum of money. Shouldn't it be proportionate to, you know, fucking reality? I would think it would be. So how do I know? But as I mentioned, she reportedly took a shit in his bed. I think that definitely crosses the line. (laughs) Excuse me. It's pretty messed up, you know? So I, you know, watched a couple little, some footage regarding that. And it is indeed a shit show, pun intended. And I just don't get it, man. I feel bad for... I feel bad for them. Maybe I shouldn't. Because maybe they're rich and famous. and Entitled and all that. I don't wish ill on anybody. And I hate to see people really going after one another like this. And I hate to see other people kind of gawking at it, you know, and on some level, on some level, taking interest in that sort of shit, you know, like turning their attention to it, enjoying it, like it's some kind of entertainment. But even the celebrities, you know. Even the rich and famous, they have, they're human beings. And if this is any evidence of something, it is that you can't hide, man. No matter how much money you got, or how beautiful you are, or how handsome, or how talented, these things are advantages for sure in life. They're no guarantee of success. And many times they can get you in into trouble despite you know your best efforts to stay out of it so it's a shame I don't know if you guys have been following this stuff but that's all I'll say about that everybody's got their opinion on it of course now I love both genders I might have more female friends than male friends tell you a story about that in a moment, but um, you know, the whole Me Too movement, there were some real fucking terrible things that were unearthed, that were brought to light, courtesy that, and 
There's some people who are up to no good. They don't treat other people with respect and dignity. And so they find themselves in trouble, then then that's what you fucking get. But usually a woman, it's nine times out of ten, seems to be a woman who is making a complaint against a man, and now Johnny Depp is coming back and saying, fuck, you know, I never, the only person I ever abused was myself, never hit it, never laid hands on anybody with, you know, malice, malicious intent, there was something about a headbutt, and I guess they were struggling, and she was, he was trying to just restrain her, stop her from hitting him, perhaps, heads clunked and who knows but I hope that they can all move on after this win, lose or draw, you know something tells me that's not going to happen but I hate to see people hating I hate to see folks in combat with people that they formerly loved, how crazy is that you know, coming clean my wife and I had an argument this past weekend, um, it's about the usual stuff, you know, we're all busy and stressed and trying to get everything done, trying to get, fulfill our, our work and do a good job there, help people make a good living, you know, provide for our families, hold it all together, pay our bills, have a little time and money at the end of the year to go off and do some cool stuff, maybe put some savings together, maybe pay for our kids to go to college. Imagine that. It's going to be the next thing, right? So, what happened basically was that it was the end of a long week, and we were all sitting in the living room, and we were supposed to, we were still, we had eaten, and we were supposed to be sitting down to watch Cobra Kai, something to do as a family. Remember when I told you last week, last Saturday, how how pleased I was that we were able to have a, a joyous weekend, Saturday morning in particular, we got the house cleaned, and we just did all kinds of cool shit together, together, we spent time together, we walked in the park, we had a nice breakfast, we took Bogey out, just awesome, you know, it's the way it used to be when it was just the four of us, and you know, before kids had all these school and sports-related things going on. And so we're sitting there, we're about to turn on Cobra Kai, it's admittedly late, we still got other shit to do over the weekend, right? And Mandy is folding laundry on the floor, she's sitting on the floor. Well, Bogey, he thinks it's playtime, now he doesn't get into too much trouble, but he loves a laundry pile, loves a hamper, so he starts walking all over the clothes that she's uh, folding, picking up the occasional sock and moving, you know, tearing off with it, and she's trying to, like, get us to help, and, you know, she put him on my lap, he jumps off, try to catch him, he runs away, throw a toy in the other room, he goes get it and comes back. So now Mandy is just seething, pissed off, because she can't fold laundry, she can't do something that's an obligation, that a task that she really doesn't enjoy doing, but has to do, and, and it's just kind of like, it's what she does, she does it well, 
you know, we can all fold, I can fucking fold my own clothes, all right, I can, but just the way, the way that the, the cookie has crumbled up to this point is that Mandy typically does, still does the major, vast majority of the housework, laundry, cooking, lunches, cleaning, we help when we can, but she, she dominates this area, and she's great at it, and on some level, I think she really enjoys it, in a way that people just like to have their environment squared away, organized, and clean, right, but, you know, in my view, it's unreasonable to think that a puppy dog isn't going to want to, you know, especially if you're sitting on the ground with a bunch of, basically, toys, he's going to want to play, he's going to want to, he's going to fuck up your your laundry pile, freshly pressed or uh, folded laundry, and he's going to make you miserable, and that's what happened, and then she's lashing out at all of us, especially me, because I didn't do anything to help, and when she yelled at me about it, I said, I don't give a fuck, what are you doing this at, at, on the floor, why would you think that this is a good idea, well, I tend to be honest, I'm a good guy, I'm a nice guy, I'm a supportive husband, father, all that stuff, but sometimes, especially at the end of a long week for me, I'll be fucking blunt with you, man, how about this, don't don't fold laundry on the floor, and so that just snowballed into all the things that I don't do, or, and we got in a pretty bad fight, you know, once a year, maybe, we get in an argument like this. But, as I have mentioned on many occasions, I don't, I don't like culturally where we're at. I don't like what it means to be... Like, I love America. I love, you know, the life that we've built, the family, the, the community. I love all that. I love my life. I'm happy. But I'm unhappy in a sense that... Damn, bro, you can get some fucking tighter pants or what? Not that I'm checking you out. You got some fucking tight-ass pants walking your little dog. Your little butt cheeks. Um, so I'm unhappy in the specific sense that we're just fucking always on the go and there's there's all too few, you know times where we can relax and just be together like that Saturday two weeks ago, because we're always going, 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 and we, you know, I try to smell the roses, I try to, to find the beauty in the, in the little things, and, you know, I love our, I love so much, but I feel like we don't have time, like, my wife and I don't have time to spend together, we try, you know, we're going to start making it as much as best as we can, but let's be real honest, it's it's challenging to do this. At the end of a long, hard day, week, you know, she comes in tonight at 9 o'clock, she's not going to want to, you know, go out on a walk with me or go out for a cup of coffee or a date night or anything. She's fucking tired. She's got to do it all over tomorrow. And the same with me. So we said terrible things to each other, and fought in front of the kids, and that was humiliating in any way, that's my, that's my answer, so I'm, I'm, uh, we're, we're cool now, but you know, obviously there's some unresolved issues, and most of the problems, 
the underlying cause is just this frantic, always on the go, quantity over quality sort of thing. And it's a step out of that. That, uh, that which I've described as a current, the current of the mundane is very, very difficult. You know, I'm going to work tomorrow. I'm, uh, <laughs> I'm taking the kids to, to their, their sports-related things. I have to. You can't stop. Because you only make somebody else unhappy. Or there'll be an imbalance in another way. And then you wish you had the problems that you were currently complaining about. But I am determined to try to carve out some quality time. And just kind of extract ourselves from some of the... I don't know, just this stressful existence. Of course, when we were arguing, I said, listen, you know, this is, you know, I'm not completely happy either, but this is a fucking terrible world right now. There's a lot of terrible things going on. You got fucking COVID cooties. You got, you know, people in society, groups of people at at each other's throats, a lot of, you know, disagreements, a lot of political infighting, a lot of bullshit. A lot of um, you know, a war underway. There's all these background things that are happening, and they're not small things; they're big things. We all feel them. I just read an article um, just before I left the house. I'm heading to the gym now, and it said, uh, you know, working working women basically stress the fuck out. Have hit the frickin' boiling point during the pandemic because they got no respite. Working, home stuff, you know, kids at home, kids back to school, masks, no masks. The working mother, you know, is the head of the household. Those guys, I had no illusions, you know, that I'm running the fucking show. My wife is. She's a fucking dynamo. She's unbelievable. I love her. And, you know, there's a lot, a lot of ways I can improve. But damn, I, I do my fucking best, you know? Anyway, Saturday, they left and uh, left me at home. And with the dog, I clean the whole fucking house. I mean, I cleaned it, fucking shitters, vacuumed everything, washed the floors, smelled like a goddamn florist shop by the time they got home. It was clean as a damn whistle. made dinner tonight, you know, I'm doing a lot of things that normally she would do, trying to do things, trying to be considerate, but a lot of it has to do with, as I've mentioned before, time, but I'll, you know, I'll do my best to improve in every way, and I hope that's good enough, you know. I mentioned... I mentioned uh, I have more female friends than, than guys. That's always been the case. I don't know. I'm kind of a woman in a way. I have some of my closest friends, my buddy Val and Coop and Emily. And, you know, anybody who knows me well enough will say that, you know, I'm just, it's not like a flirtatious thing. I'm like, I mean, I'm friends with guys too, but... Mostly through the boot camp, you know, I made some lifelong friends there. 
first two that I mentioned, Val and Coop. They helped me manage the program and were always supportive. And they just understood me, I feel. So much so that I can do things, say things to them that I wouldn't say to anybody else. We're kind of like uh, fraternity brothers or something like that, or sorority sisters, whatever the fuck you want to say. On Saturday, when we we left um, the school road park, or no, we're about halfway through the, through the training, we did this one rotation where we use an empty parking lot and we maneuver around the white lines. So we, um, you know, we will side stride down one length of the white lines and then come back the other way and then we will, um, you know, do different drills and stuff around these lines using, using them as the structure for our, our stepping. And, uh, I would, I led it of course, so that people could see they were coming in back of me. Uh, they could see what the next exercise was. Sam Oberst calling me for, hold on a second. Yo. What's up? Uh, so what's the deal for tonight, like rugby? Uh, rugby, okay. So, uh, I haven't received any, uh, let's see, nothing from Boko. Um, let's see, hold on a second. I don't have an email here from Boko saying it's canceled, so you're going to be training at the uh, American Legion. Oh, hi. Mrs. Ivory is going to pick you up at like 5.30, 5.40. Um, she'll be there to pick Aiden up from um, from damn um, water polo. You guys go over there. I'll pick you up at 7.30. All right, cool. All right, bro. I love you. Love you. So that's what I mean. That's just one example of a detail. Listen, I love my son. I love, I love taking him to rugby and to track and watching him race and do all all that stuff. I love that my my Lily does all her cheer and we're gonna go to Disney next week for about five days while she competes. But holy fucking moly, man! It's a full time job potentially. There's so many details. Maybe if you're the type of person who works from home and just does a lot of bunch of bullshit, busy work, you can do it. But I don't have a moment, you know, very seldom at the office, if I'm doing my job right, do I have, you know, half hour to call somebody or email somebody. I ain't got time to do that shit. You know? I'm working. I'm moving. I'm adjusting. I'm stretching. I'm fucking doing whatever. So, the hell was I even talking about? Oh, so my friends. So we're going through this parking lot doing these side strides and high knees and all that shit. You step on each perpendicular line, you know, 10 foot apart. You would do pyramid uh, side straddle hops. So like the first one you do, one, two, three, one. And then you'd scurry up to the next line. One, two, three, one, one, two, three, two. Third line. One, two, three, one, one, two, three, two, one, two, three, three, right? 
You do that maybe 10 times. You've done a shitload of exercise now, right? So we're doing that, and I'm leading the way so they can see what the next move is. And Val's coming up. I said, hey, Viper. That's her nickname. She goes, yes, sir. And I freaking blasted a fart. I was probably 25 feet away, but I freaking blasted. It was just funny because it's an instinctive thing in the, the way we train. You know, I'm running the show. I lead the program, so I can, if I call somebody's name, they'll say that. Yes, sir. <laughs> and I fucking... <laughs> And people were just laughing their asses off. There's nothing better. And it made me so happy. And she laughed. And there's nothing better than um, you're doing something hard like that. You're training or whatever. You're focusing on the task at hand. And you can stick a little humor in there. It's, it's fucking unbelievable. So she laughed. And so I forgot I did that. And then days later, just yesterday, I remembered... And I text message her, hey, Viper, what do you think? About, how about that fart on Saturday? She goes, that was awesome, F.A. Calls me boss, you know. And then she proceeded to tell me how she's got a lot of things going on with stressors and, you know, sick family members and dog throwing up and all these problems that, you know, she doesn't need. And I said, ah, I'm so sorry to hear that. Love and respect. And I'm sorry I farted. On Saturday, she goes. I, I thought you'd say that, <laughs> but I said I'm so sorry. She goes. I know you. I know you would be. <laughs> but look, just a, some some small way you fucking you, you get the laughs in. It's all we can do, right? Try every day. I give my best. You know. So I guess we'll end with one final subject matter before I go into Planet Fitness and fucking show everybody how it's done. Going to Disney next week, right? There's a current event with Disney right now, whereby the governor of Florida apparently has he's removing the tax benefits to the to, to said park, Disney World in Florida, right? It's a huge friggin' industry. Employs a lot of people. Um, because the park took a stance on some legislation, some political you know, um, legislation about uh, the way we should educate our children. And there's some people who believe that certain books should be removed and or that certain uh, uh, educational curriculum should include this, that, and the other thing. And one of these things, is, as I understand it, is a sensitivity to like teaching young people about um, LBGTQ, you know, people of different sexual orientations and lifestyles. Now, there's always a sensitive issue, and as you, you all, as I've said, I'm free and clear. I love everybody. I don't mean to offend anybody, but. Uh, I had read that the reason why Disney took a stance, that is the, the management of Disney, the people, the ownership of Disney, took a stance on this issue in, in, in supporting education of young people about people of different sexual orientation is because many of their employees are, in fact, gay people, or some um, transgender people. And so... 
there's a lot of support within their workers whom the company depends upon to make all the magic happen. You know, the Magic Kingdom isn't so magic. I guarantee you, if all the gay people and people of um, alternative lifestyles, if they all walked off the job site at Disney right now, the place would have to close down. Right? So, careful consideration, I'm sure, was given to this this public political stance supporting that education should be provided. I'm sure it's not a fucking college course on the stuff. It's just lip service given to people, you know, of, of, and, and probably qualifying the uh, people in this category as, you know, giving them uh, equal rights, you know, and, and empathy and understanding. And I know it's a sensitive issue, and many people believe that uh, it's wrong to be gay. And that it's wrong to be, you know, messing around, tinkering around your gender. And listen, I, I'm not a, I have gay friends, gay patients. I, I love everybody. I have no problem with, I'm not threatened by it. I don't give a fuck about what's in the Bible about it. I think that I know a lot of great people who, who are in these categories. And they're people. So, conversely, I don't think I would want my elementary school children, if that's what the suggestion is, to necessarily learn about this sort of thing, because um, I, I, I would be wary about it. You know what I mean? I wouldn't say no, but I would just want to know. I'd be interested in finding out what the curriculum was and what they were, you know, exposing my child to. What were they were, what they would be normalizing. Right? And Disney is a family place. The, uh, naysayers or the people from, you know, uh, the conservative establishment and certainly the governor of Florida, he seems to be saying, no, we don't want this. And it's, you know, where's Disney taking a, taking a stance on this when, uh, you know, they have this unique tax situation that benefits them. They basically like a self-governing entity and we're going to take that away. We're going to strip them of that if they want to get political. I understand that. On the one hand, I also understand the implications of uh, protecting these people, um, LBGTQ, treating them with dignity and human right, the same human rights that, that you and I enjoy. So, as usual, there's two sides to every coin, two sides to every story, and folks like to kind of just jump on one and say, you know, just use it as leverage to fuck each other over. So, I bought stock in Disney. Um, just because I'm so sure that it's a company that is going to do well. You know, I read, I just, I'm starting to get more into investing. Um, many, much of my, my time in practice, my time working, I felt like, like for years, my wife stayed at home. So I felt like I just had to get in there, put my head down, and do my very best to have serve people well and and bring home the bacon. But um, so I didn't really invest aggressively. But now I'm starting to take interest in learning about things. And one of the things I read was that if you're going to invest in something, and now is a very difficult time to invest, right? 
or actually maybe one of the best times to invest because the market's dipping due to all these things that are happening in the world. The market drops, it's a good time, arguably, to buy stock because when it rises up, and it will, a company like Disney, that people love to go to, the stock will rise again. And when it rises again, you make a shit ton of money because you bought low, right? So, you know, that being said, <laughs> next week, next Wednesday, we're flying down there for my daughter's cheer comp, and I can't wait to see her shine down there, and I, I want to have a wonderful family time together. But... Those theme parks are kind of my kryptonite in that the mandatory fun that is, you know, required, that in, it ensues when you go down there, it's not necessarily my cup of tea. I'd much rather relax, at least a little bit. I'll go on some roller coasters, I'll eat some junk food, but then I want to chill the fuck out a little bit, you know? nice to have an opportunity to do that. Just relax by a pool, have a nice meal, have an experience like it was a couple Saturdays ago, you know? Just me and my family having a good time together and coming back rejuvenated in some to some degree. And I'm going to try to try to manage that between the airports and the crowds and the turnstiles and the bright lights and the characters jumping in front of you and fucking all these cheerleaders, cheerleader teams running around, bottled up, crazy energy. Try not to let my adrenal glands fucking explode. Alright, I've rambled on enough. Love and respect. I'm going to go fucking show these people in Planet Fitness. Sound it in the way it fucking goes. Huh!